Okay, listener, welcome to the Slazoom podcast. Sorry we were away for so long, but we're back now and better than ever. Today's show is brought to you by the sweet, sweet release of death. Nice. Get tired of living, just fucking kill yourself. Disclaimer, we, we do not advocate killing oneself, unless, you know, you're an asshole. Yeah, yeah. And you all are. Yeah. Actually, we don't really want you to kill yourself, because we're all really looking forward to killing yourself. Yeah, we're going to kill you for you. Yeah. Each one of you. That's um, that's the Slazoom yeah. promise. Yeah, Caleb. <laughs> you know, if somebody's actually listening to this, they're one of our very few listeners... Maybe we won't kill them, because we need them to listen. That's Maybe true. we'll just severely maim them. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, what we'll do is we'll just gouge out your eyes, so that way you have to use your ears for entertainment more, so you can just sit around and listen to our podcast. Like, gee, I'd like to read a book, but I can't. I'm going to listen to some podcasts. <laughs> but we're producing You Won't Need Eyes. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of that, my dog has to get her eye removed. Let's start oh. with something. You know, oh, Mia has that, that really bad eye. Well, it turns out it is now completely functionless, and it has way too much pressure, and it's probably giving her constant migraines, so... Ah, uh, okay. Gonna have to get that scooped out. So is she gonna get, like, one of those queer eyes for the straight guy as a replacement? <laughs> she like, walk around criticizing your drapes? <laughs> 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 yeah, I, it's a little expensive, but... <laughs> I think we're going to go with that, because we do have a poor drape scheme. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've always wanted to bring that up, but I don't have the eye for it. <laughs> <laughs> you only need one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do you think they just scoop that out with, like, a melon ball scoop? Or... Well, you know, let me tell you the thing about eyes. They're more connected than you think they are. Like in movies, when someone gets an eye poked out, it's just like, boing, like in a cartoon almost. But I mean... The inside surface of your eyelid is continuous with the white part of your eye. Huh? Like, so you need like a, a melon ball that's like sharpened on the edge. Yeah, you know, I recommend a grapefruit spoon. Ah, uh, yeah. It's like serrated. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like when you're cleaning out like jack-o'-lanterns. Yeah. 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 yeah, so really just go to the nearest, it's getting close to Halloween season. You can get a jack-o'-lantern kit and <laughs> do it on the cheese. Oh, wow. Yeah. We could make her look so scary. So oh, yeah, you could put, like, a little light candle. in there. Yeah, yeah, we should put a candle in her eye. <laughs> yeah, that would be very spooky. You know, of all the miscellaneous dog parts between your dog's leg that got ripped off and your dog's eye that has to be removed, you could just, like, make a new dog. Just start collecting yeah, those things. I really should have kept those things. Franken-dog. <laughs> the mutt of Theseus. <laughs> nice. Thank you. <laughs> Remove every part of the dog. I guess you're not really replacing it. Uh, the analogy doesn't work. I'm sorry. Yeah. I still liked it. Okay. I, I think we've already had a, a ship of the Theseus. A Theseus. I think it comes uh, up more than it once. should. Yeah. In a podcast that's primarily dick and poop jokes. Is that like the ship that gets all the parts? Repeated? Yeah. Yeah. And is it the same ship? Nobody knows. But it is the same ship. Yeah. <laughs> but it's clearly yeah. the same I, ship. He, he actually told me. <laughs> they actually they pulled off parts from the ship to replace parts on the the same ship elsewhere. It's, yeah, it was actually it was like not as elaborate. The mast. All right, we gotta we gotta take this up. We're uh, using this ship as a part ship for the same ship, and then bolt it right back on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about that? It's like they they I keep doing it about that. that. <laughs> they keep doing it, but they kind of forget like how the ship is supposed to look, so it ends up being like backwards, and it's like sailing poop deck first into the wind. <laughs> yeah, does a that's ship... That's a great episode, Paddle. <laughs> poop deck first into the wind. Does a ship that's reassembled into a way that makes it not a ship still the same ship? Oof. So that's yeah. what I was thinking. It's like, actually, it's the Chrysler building now, but it's all the same parts, just in different <laughs> order. But now it's in a pile. Yeah, little known fact for New Yorkers, like, if your city floods, get to the Chrysler building. Yep. You can sail that baby straight to... Where did Theseus go? Uh, I think just, like, to Hy-Vee to get groceries. 
Was that um, Scylla and the other thing? Was that him? No, that was that was Odysseus. Scylla. Where he had to like sail between yeah. like oh yeah, that like whirlpool. Yeah, yeah. Similar names. That crazy was that crazy was story. That story was crazy. And did the smart thing and didn't try and go in between. He just chose one of them. Wasn't he gone for like sixty years or something? No, well, I thought it was twenty. No, or was it ten? Or the Trojan War took ten years. And it took well because well, his son grew a beard. Yes, because his son had to grow. Yeah, like, like his son, who was a newborn when he left, was like had was growing a beard when he got back. Because that's when people could start lining up to bang his wife. Is when his son grew. I don't beard. know how she held out so long. You know, like he had been gone for so long, and she's like, I can still support myself. Yeah, she, well, she's like an ancient Hitachi. That is twenty years. Yep. Yep. I haven't read this. It's been 20 years or more. Spoilers. All I ever knew. Spoilers. I have returned to make my dreams come true. Man. Man, the clipping is going to be so good. <laughs> that, I think I mentioned there's a really terrible movie called The Boy Next Door with Jennifer Lopez. And she's an English teacher. And in the movie, he gives her a present and she opens it. And she's like, oh my god, you should not have... A first edition of the Odyssey. Yeah, was this like, was brought. That's a very old book. And I was like, "What? The fuck? <laughs> first edition of the Odyssey?" Which is funny because I mean, it and was it like didn't even look like a, like if you had made up a first edition of the Odyssey. I was like, "How did this make it into the movie?" Like, like didn't Homer Simpson write that? <laughs> literally any yeah. other book, not any other book, but most other <laughs> popular books. Yeah. Yeah, they could have just swapped that out for anything else. All yeah, like some yeah. Charles Dickens or something. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say she opens nice. up and it's a Hitachi. <laughs> 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 Which isn't that one of those like Japanese grills where they throw shrimp? In you? Yeah, right. <laughs> Hibachi shit. Hibachi. <laughs> okay. Close. I could have gotten in trouble. Yeah, don't don't mix them up. Can They're we go to the Hitachi <laughs> Grill? Have y'all ever had back problems? Yes, I've had terrible back problems. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, mine was more like ass problems, but yeah. similar ass similar thing. Problems. Same region. It was a sciatica, but it wasn't like from a pinched disc or something. It was like a... Pinched dick. A, a nerve that like runs in like a stupid way between two of your ass muscles. And like in a certain... Sometimes, like, it gets irritated in there, and it just stays irritated for literally years until finally it sort of... That was great, when you just didn't sit down for, like, a year. Yeah, that was a really weird time. We'd just be over, sitting on the couch playing video games, Kayla would be standing up, playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I got really good posture. He went to bed, he just leaned against the wall, slept standing up. Yeah. Let me go Caleb tipping. I screwed up my back in March, and it's still... Bothering me, yeah. yeah like once my left butt cheek will go numb until I do like a scorpion pose or whatever, where you lay on your stomach and like go as far oh, as yeah. you can. Oh yeah, I I have that same problem. My ass cheek will go numb, and I that's when I know I have to get off the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Just the one. It's like forty minutes <laughs> of looking at these yeah, too I'm, much. I'm leaning a lot. On the <laughs> He's actually only has one ass cheek on the toilet, and he's just shitting on the floor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the to save money, they actually just have half a toilet, you know? Have you guys ever sat backwards on the toilet? Uh, you gotta take your pants yeah. completely off. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thanks, Daniel Tosh. Or actually, thanks, random fan, criticizing Daniel Tosh. <laughs> hey, asshole, you know you have to take your pants completely off, right? Okay. <laughs> I mean, maybe like, if there's enough space between the to- the back of the toilet and the wall, you could just put your pants over the back of the toilet. <laughs> you know? You could just put your legs up on top of the back. <laughs> <laughs> I think that would really help, getting that out. I might try that. that that's actually not a bad if idea. If your hips are real flexible, I think you could leave your pants up. Yeah. But you might get poop, like, smeared all on your butt cheek. See, that's what I didn't like about uh, the squatting toilets in Malaysia, because they were all just like the, they were, they had indoor plumbing, but they preferred to squat, because it's better. And so it's like a toilet that was buried at ground level, 
so the bull was in the ground, so you, you would have to squat, and I'm like, I was just afraid my posture was too far forward, and I'd just drop a load right into my pants. <laughs> it's like, I could shit my pants without squatting down like an idiot. <laughs> That's going to be the end result. Yeah, I might as well have fun while you're they doing They need, like, it. a little helping, like, white people handle that you can, like, hold on oh, to. Oh, yeah, yeah, that would be... Like, I did that once when I peed, like, on a country road, and I just held on to my friend's bumper so that I didn't have to take my pants off. Smart. Because I wanted to, like... See that, like, that scene in Twister at the end where they're, like, in a tornado and they tie themselves with a leather belt to a pipe in the ground on F5 tornado goes over them, and somehow that works, which, even if it... Even if the pipe and the leather belt held, you think you would just be... Have your, like, skin sanded off by all the debris. Yeah, but it's Bill Paxton. He can't right. be killed by... And Helen Hunt, right? Yeah. Yep. Is it Bill Pullman or Bill Paxton? Bill Paxton. Same damn person. Damn it. I wanted you to waffle a little bit. Wait, what is it? Is it Bill Paxton? Because even he's not sure which one he is. Yeah, I think Bill Paxton's dead now. He maybe Pullman's after maybe Bill Pullman's dead. Yeah, he's the guy. Yeah, Bill Pullman's the guy from uh, Bill Space Independence Day. Oh, Bill Paxton died too, didn't he? He yeah. died. See? Look at this. Now we've got confusion. I did it. I knew it. <laughs> I love that. He is no, dead, no though, a... right? I think, yeah, Who? Bill Polonium, I think, is... Bill Polonium? Yeah, he's dead. Bill Paxton oh, I is. I don't know that. about Bill Pullman. He One of them should just go by William. Oh, he's the president from Independence. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And he's also on Spaceballs. Yeah, yeah. he's also Lone Star. Which yes. I am currently watching. I mean, not right now. He's <laughs> playing in the background. Yeah, I figured you were. Yeah. I'm getting a little distracted. Yeah. We ain't found shit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have your fathers, sisters, uncles, nephews, <laughs> once removed. Twice removed, former roommate. <laughs> I think one of my favorite jokes in that that I completely forgot about until I watched it again was, oh, what is it? A Michael Winslow, the guy that makes all the noises. Yeah. And he's just, yeah, it goes to that. It goes. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> <I forgot. laughs> That's good shit. Fuck you! In the future, nothing works. Oh man! So I had uh, a couple things really yes. that were weighing heavily on my soul and my conscience. And I was like, "What?" So, Colin. Yeah. You know, uh, you know when you um, well, this is a whole class of thing, really. Um, so, you know how when you buy like a digital copy of a CD or an album. They have the thing that has like all, like the lyrics and some, like the pictures that you get in the album booklet. And it's called a digipack. What do they have for like vinyls? So I don't actually follow the first premise, <laughs> but for vinyl, um, all right, wait, are you trying to lead me into a joke here that I'm not getting? Yes. Fuck me. I don't know. Okay, uh, so let me put it this way. It's not You know digital. how Digimon are digital monsters? What would happen if you were playing like a board game and they were analog? What would their name be? I don't know. God damn it. Keep me in your yes, fucking you sandwich. Do. The sandwich is distracting, but... <laughs> Think through it. Digi... Digimon. Digi... Digimon. And a little vlog. Digi, like digital. That is the analog version, so this would be kind of the shitty version. Literally. (laughs) Go on, call. We believe in you. Literally, and figure. I don't know. I think. I think the problem is, like, whenever you guys say something, like anything at all. I go like completely tune it out, and then I, and then I ask for like, wait, can you say that again? And then I tune it out even more. What? What? Hey. So let's end this game. Uh, the game. Good game, guys. Cool. That was lovely. 
Maybe I'll listen to it later and I'll figure it out. Probably not. No. <laughs> so there's also a little-known handheld console um, in, from Europe, kind of like a Game Boy, called the Digiblast. Now imagine if they took all the games of the Digiblast and made board games out of them. You know, like an analog version of the Digiblast, whereas the Digiblast is digital, and they made an analog version. Oh, and blast. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it! Fuck it out. Alright. Okay, actually the first time I knew something was going with anal, but I really didn't remember what the rest my mouth. <laughs> All you need to know is anal. All you need is anal. <laughs> da, 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 da. That's a good song. You should sing yeah. that at karaoke <laughs> but only say anal instead of blood. I could just say anal for all the lyrics. Anal, anal, anal. Anal, <laughs> anal, anal. Alright, okay, so my second deep thought. You know, of all the, like, um, pictograms for, like, the warning signs, like, usually they kind of bear a slight resemblance to what they actually represent. Like, oh, danger, cold, and we'll have, like, a little snowflake. Or, like, oh, bridge, maybe I see a little snowflake. When have you seen Danger Cold? Yeah, I've seen, I've seen, you know, Bridge Maybe Icy with a picture of the snowflake. Um, has anyone ever noticed that, like, the pictograph of a thunderbolt looks like nothing like a goddamn thunderbolt? Like, not even a little. It's just like what we have. It, 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 it I mean, a real thunderbolt just looks like, looks like a river system or something. You have... You know, electrons randomly wandering down, like, finding the least potential and branching out. But it's just kind of like a river or something. Like a big, or like a tree branch. Like the little zigzaggy thing. Where the fuck did that come from? I think it's more badass, actually. I think lightning should look like that. Yeah, I mean, the good lightning works like that. You just haven't been seeing the good lightning. Oh, yeah. The shit lightning. (laughs) What if Harry Potter had a realistic... Lightning bolts. That'd be badass. Uh, have you seen those people who much more like? Distracting. Yeah, that that does getting, happen to people. Getting hit by lightning oh, yeah. or getting like shocked real bad. They'll have like the Something what bigger. looks like real lightning like across their skin. Lichtenberg. Yeah, yeah, on their skin. That's what Harry is that. Should have is that for life when they have that happen? Or? No. I mean, just it can for a little scar. while. Right? What do you think it is? I think it's just like a blood vessel that like gets cooked. Yeah, I I think it's like inflammation or something. I don't know. No, I mean I think it's 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 literally just what you describe in the atmosphere, except it's happening on your skin. Oh, like yeah. Saint Elmo's fire. You know what? You lost me. I think you may have seen that picture. It's a movie from the eighties. <laughs> like it was. Doesn't it have uh, like Rob Lowe in it or something? Shit. Oh, that makes me sad. Like I think. I don't know. I'll, I'll look into it. All right. I had one last deep thought to go. I hope someone else brought some more thoughts. Oh, and then some structured content, maybe. Uh, so, you know, um, so, so some background. So for uh, uh, my wife's birthday, she's a big Harry Potter fan. So I rigged up our Google Home thing so you can control it with a wand. Um, like a, a Hitachi magic wand. Yes. So yeah, you can control the whole house with a sex toy. Um, <laughs> but I live my life. I thought it'd be fun when I presented her wand to her um, to control the house. I, I made this cool, this neat little uh, acceptance letter from Hogwarts. It was like for a correspondence course, like a distance learning thing. <laughs> um, and the whole, my whole idea for this was that. Uh, it was like the Albus Dumbledore Memorial, like, distance learning muggle scholarship. Um, and... Is that... I did something I thought... So I, ha- I had to replace... Because, like, the I downloaded a, um, like, a generic Hogwarts acceptance letter from the internet, like you do. Sure. Yeah. Um, and this sure. one was actually, like... It was, like, from Albus Dumbledore, headmaster, and then it had all his titles. And then, like, uh, what's her ass, McGonagall... Minerva. Main bitch. Um, Professor. Perf- yeah, I just met her. It's a real first her name. Things. And so, since this is like supposed to take place after Aldous Dumbledore dies, 
I, I wow! Re- Fucking sorry, spoilers. spoilers. I we'll get it. Eventually. We'll get it in post. Um, I, um, I had I had uh, Professor McGonagall or Minerva McGonagall, headmaster or headmistress, and like made up some titles for her, and then. Um, and then the second signature on there was Larry Epstein, Department of Outreach, or Chairperson of Outreach. And then instead of, like, saying, whatever, Wizard, Order of Merlin, it just said, like, NBA. <laughs> uh, but the joke is, getting back to it, uh, let's, let's look up Dumbledore's full title. Uh, stop in, folks. <laughs> Riveting so, pod here. The Reverend was- Dr. Albus Dumbledore King Jr. Esquire. So one time there was some semi-famous author that was in Omaha signing books, and I'm terrible, I can't remember. She writes, like, romantic books. Mm. Like, it's not... I know Nicholas Sparks is a guy, but I can't remember the, like, girl equivalent. But, uh... I went, and my friend had, like, five books, and I was in line with her just because... I had nothing better to do, and so I was like, well, can you at least, like, give me a book, and, like, so I can pretend to be a fan, and she's like, okay, and so, uh, she asked me who I wanted her to write it to, and I told her Dumbledore's full name, (laughs) 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 so she wrote to whatever the full thing is, like, from the author. That's great. Wow. All right, so his full name and title... Sound like a dick. I know. We'll make it up to eBay. Is uh, Professor Albus <laughs> Percival Wolfric Brian... <laughs> Brian Dumbledore. And his title, Order of Merlin First Class, Headmaster of Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, Supreme Mugwump of the International Confederation of Wizards, and Chief Warlock of the Wizengamot. Um, God damn it, they ruined my joke! Fuck! Well, this isn't we'll get, his full title. We'll get that Shit. in post too. Do you think? Uh, what, what was the one chief mugwump? I think that's what. Yeah. What, let me skip this again. Supreme, Supreme mugwump, mugwump of the International Confederation of Wizards. That's a. Uh, that's a uh, very racist. Wizard. I knew it. I was <laughs> thinking that same thing. I mean, that's the KKK of wizards. That, well, no. <laughs> See, this one got because the one I found had Supreme or had Grand Sorcerer on there, oh. and I'm like, I really hope in the first draft that in the first draft of uh, Harry Potter and the uh, Philosopher's Stone that uh, or Sorcerer's Stone, as you We're can in America. call it. Yeah. Um, I, I really hope that J.K. Rowling originally had. Grand Wizard <laughs> as part of his title. I hope they still do in the UK version. <laughs> and then our editor's like, uh, so you're gonna you're gonna sell this book in America? Yeah. Well, yeah, you might want to change. First of all, they hate philosophy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <Second> <laughs> really on board with sorcery. They hate philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> there is a modern explanation exactly for... about that. Americans... Is there an explanation for that change? Why is there a change? I think it's because Americans would rather. Uh, well, as I know, the Philosopher's Stones, like, there's, it's an ancient, ancient legend that you know was had to do with alchemy. Um, yeah. And I think maybe people who are more familiar with like Arthurian lore and like you know classical European folklore and medieval lore, um, you know, from from a region where the medieval period existed and wasn't just. Well, Native Americans were doing their thing, and we don't really know what they were doing at this point, because we, uh, you know, kind of Probably alchemy. Yeah, probably alchemy. <laughs> I mean, they are probably just as successful as the Europeans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I just think, I think that'd be funny. Aldous Dumbledore, Grand Wizard. Well, the nice thing with the, the Incas, though, they were definitely able to turn blood into gold. Yeah, they had a lot of gold. It was their blood, and the gold went to... The Spaniards, but still, yeah. Yeah. nice. That's a good joke. Pretty good. Thanks. You know, on uh, on Star Trek, you know how they have the the replicators, just like takes Esmer. atoms and and makes makes them into whatever. It yeah. would be really funny if like those replicators, the one thing they couldn't make is gold. They yeah. could make literally everything else in the universe. Like stuff more expensive. Not not that gold even helps them in any way, but gold's a cool metal. I it is. Like it's pretty. In in Star Trek, like when they're dealing with 
Mostly it's with the Ferengi. They talk about there's some... Those gold-grubbing Ferengi. But it's not even gold, it's like some other thing. Latinum. Latinum. So can they not make Latinum in replicators? Like, do they ever talk about that? Um, I'm sure there's an answer to this, and so one of our geek listeners is going to tweet at us or something. Yeah, our listeners, listeners are such nerds. Come on, why can't you be like cool guys who spent half of last episode talking about but yeah, um, I, Bombadil? I don't know if it's replicatable, so that could be that could be why it's valuable, I guess. So they always talk about gold pressed latinum, and I remember one time like somebody took all the latinum out of it, and Quark was like, "All I have left is this worthless gold." <laughs> wow, Shit. ironic. Because you normally think of gold as being valuable. Well, why put it in there at all if, if it's worthless? I filler. I heard it's like the clay in TNT or dynamite. Yeah, yeah, it's sand or whatever. I, I read that. Uh, I read that there's actually plenty of gold in the earth, but it's so dense that it tends to be like in the mantle and in the core. I like how there's, there's plenty. There's, there's enough. There's enough for all the things we need it for. Yeah. It's yeah, something like it would make a cube 30 meters. Almost. Well, that's all the gold that's, like, in circulation. Like, or in is the it? crust. And then the interesting thing about gold is it just keeps getting recycled. So, like, if you have a gold wedding band, it, there's a good chance that it's, like, got fucking Babylonian coins. Because it just keeps getting melted down. Like, it used to be, like, some, like, French king's gold cock ring. I hope. And actually, it didn't get melted down. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same size. It just had a... What do you think ancient cock rings were like? What What did they do with them? They have somebody like tug on it with a string or something to get it to move around a little bit, or <laughs> I, like, take, like at least well, they take it for a walk. Like you know, I like a lot of them are are vibrating or something. What they do? I don't think I know enough about cockring. Is, is that is that real? They, Some of them vibrate, but I, I think the traditional cockring was just to keep the penis turgid by applying pressure and <laughs> yeah. slow retarding. The, it's like the, keep that blood in there. The, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, Put that there are away. vibrating ones, so. <laughs> yeah. It's called. Let me show you my collection. <laughs> like, uh, nobody's gonna know that. Like, I was talking about pulling it on a string or something like that. That's why we were all sitting here. Weird dick marionette theater with a cock ring. (laughs) All I could think about in my head was that I pulled a tooth that way once. I was like, yeah, probably not really. Do you have a little gold band around? Yeah. Sarah, why do you have a cock ring in your mouth? You have like a string around the other one attached to a cock ring on someone's cock. Yeah. The slow game. Wow. This is... Just give it a, just enough really... room so that when they're erect, then it falls. Yeah. So you have, you have to be real sexy to get them hard enough so that it pulls your tooth out. Yeah. Maybe they have a tooth finish so it like works really well. Wow, that could be. That's a nice positive. That's what we call positive feedback. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, let's it. A stable equilibrium or unstable equilibrium. Do you whatever. think someone with a tooth fetish like stays with a person until they're? All gums and then finds the new person. Can we Google yeah, tooth fetish to see if it's again. a real thing? I guarantee goddamn tea is a real <laughs> thing. It, yeah, I mean, obviously it's a real thing. Like dentists. Blank fetish is a real thing. They obviously have a tooth fetish. Like, I, I guarantee you toothpaste fetish is a real thing. Uh, let's go into private mode here. I, you know, we're, we're fucking recording this for everyone to hear. Better put it in incognito mode so nobody knows. Guys, it's got its own like Latin name. Odontophilia. That sounds sexy. Oh boy, this one's on the teeth. More results from YahooAnswers.com. These are the questions. There's also Odonto. Okay, oh man, I, this is a gold mine. <clears throat> so these are the searches for toothpaste fetish on Yahoo Answers. The first query. So I have an unusual fetish for is toothpaste. That I really want to make out with it with it in my mouth. How should I suggest this to my boyfriend? Would you like to hear the best answer? 
Yeah. Bite Fetishes are totally normal, and it is good to express them. If you want a great space to let your fantasy come out on over to Twitter, share your fetish with the public in a private or anonymous message. Look for me, my secret fetish, to let it out. Uh, so, yeah, someone wants to make out with their boyfriend with toothpaste in their mouth. I was expecting something more grandiose, like a toothpaste enema or something. Uh, okay. has got to start somewhere. Okay. <laughs> Here's another Yahoo. The second entry for Yahoo Answers, or the second query for toothpaste fetish. Query. Yeah, it's query. <laughs> I'm worried. I think it's all very important. You know there's not an apostrophe. So it's like, the I it's the like present all over again. <laughs> yep. I'm worried. Lowercase i, come on. I'm worried. I have a toothpaste fetish? Does anything? <laughs> does anyone else have a thing for toothpaste? <laughs> Thanks. The top answer, what kind of thing exactly? <laughs> I thought you were going to say what kind of toothpaste. <laughs> oh my god, that would suck. Like if, Especially if that's like his only fetish. You know that there's people in history, before there was ever toothpaste, with a toothpaste fetish that could never fill because it hasn't been invented yet. <laughs> Like, like no, I'm got nothing. No teeth. I mean, it's kind of getting me there. But. I wish they were a little cleaner. <laughs> this one, okay, this one's getting a little more racy. Um, I have a super big fetish for licking toothpaste off of people's no-no places. Any comments? That's not really a question, is it? I love the minty aftertaste, even on a human. It's not bad, right? Didn't they just put like mint leaves on somebody's junk? Like well, it's actually, that's good, because I think my penis really is fluoride deficient. I've always thought that about you. Okay, now it's getting more interesting, the next one. Okay. Is it wrong to use toothpaste as a lubricant? Oh, God! <laughs> Doesn't it have, like, diatomaceous earth in it? It's, like, actually meant to, like, be abrasive? It is. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, it doesn't have diatomaceous idea. earth in it. It's it has got some sort of abrasive. abrasive. In it. Yeah, it's like got an abrasive. Soda. No, it's got an abrasive agent in it. Yeah, but not diatomaceous earth. Maybe it used to. Google toothpaste diatomaceous earth. I would um, Google toothpaste. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Earth. So I was assuming it meant intercourse with another person. This makes more sense. Oh God, this is like a fucking novel. <clears throat> Someone's fucking a toothpaste tube now. <laughs> Poor guy. Is it wrong to use toothpaste as a lubricant? I masturbate. On a daily basis. About two times a day. Real American. Two times? Wow. I have a strange fetish of using Crest Ultra Whitening Toothpaste as lubricant. <laughs> oh, you know this is a Crest ad. This isn't even a real... <laughs> Take that, Colgate. <laughs> yeah, I can't get off to Colgate. Only Crest gets my dick sparkling white. <laughs> and free of gingivitis. <laughs> <laughs> While in the masturbation cycle, I use my roommate's toothbrush to brush the top of my penis. What? Oh, you gotta use your, this somebody else's. This can't be true. This can't be true. After excreting sperm, it's called ejaculating, idiot. <laughs> Upon well, maybe, my roommate's maybe ejaculate, toothbrush, like it I tend to forget to clean it off. My roommate brushes his teeth at least two times a day. I feel very bad for doing this. <laughs> Is this a bad thing to do? I have just talked to Jesus. <laughs> and he I think it might be Jesus. You know, his, uh, okay, yeah. some Mexican toothpaste neighbor. have silica in them, but not diatomaceous earth. Oh, God. How? Diatomaceous earth is made from, like, dead... Diatoms, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they use it in all sorts of polishes and abrasives and things. Yeah, no shit. Do. Yeah. But, uh... Oh, boy. How... Okay. What do you guys think? I've got the a best answer to that... The next thing, yeah, the answer to that is, nah, man, it's cool, totally normal. I read an article about it on this website. Okay, and there's no, a he's, link. He's advocating that he uses his roommate's okay. toothbrush. No, that's cool. That's totally. <laughs> to I mean, I'm your roommate. Your penis I'm with your roommate's toothbrush. So the person who asked about using it as a lubricant, have you guys ever gotten toothpaste in your eye? No. It is the weirdest feeling, and I don't think it would feel good on your sensitive genitalia parts. Well, at least at least he meant like toothpaste to masturbate. I thought he meant for like sex. And so it's external. Yeah, yeah. I mean, external for you guys. Well, yeah. Well, no, he uses it to masturbate. Women don't masturbate. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like how people are like, wait, 
Yeah, good. Hitachi magic wands are strictly for casting spells with. It's <laughs> <laughs> actually true. Okay. Should I click on this website and see what it is? Why not? Yep. Just describe it to the listener. Okay. Are you in incognito mode? I am in private mode. You pussy. Yeah. This yeah. kind of looks like a... <laughs> this is going to be the episode where we get all of our listeners. Your Best family SUVs! It's a car site! You know, this is probably the work of, like, URL squatters. Because it redirected to Edmunds.com. Edmunds Review of Best Family SUVs. Wow. What a wholesome surprise. <laughs> See, nobody talks about this. Like, the, the anonymity of the internet you know, is always a bad thing, you know? Because people can say whatever they want that they wouldn't say normally to someone's face. And their ass. But we can learn all of these weird fetishes that people have. Yeah. Yeah, you don't I have to be know all of them. Because or... somebody has a one that's weirder than yours. Okay, this this Yahoo Answers thing is just my GF, I'm assuming that means girlfriend and not gluten-free, has two weird fetishes. <clears throat> okay, reader, I have not read this ahead of time. This could be incredibly boring and stupid, or it could be particularly uh, enlightening. Oh, we'll get it in post. Hi, I live in New York City. I'm 25, and I have a GF. She's 22. Why We've are been all of these seven in, months like, details necessary? I hope you're not grossed out from this. I'm not, but I just find it a bit weird. She has two fetishes with me. First one is every time we make out, she says that she can sometimes smell my saliva. I didn't even know my saliva smelled. Wow. Oh, what and smell? she says the smell turns her on a lot and wants to have sex with me just because of that. And also, my kissing is not wet like some others kiss. So I don't have, so I don't know how my saliva ends near her nose. I haven't told her that I find it weird. Okay, this is fucking stupid. Uh, second fetish. Hopefully this one's a real humdinger. I've actually, uh, by the way, before we get to that, I've actually watched a porn with that fetish. I don't have that fetish. I don't know why I watched it. I was just curious. <laughs> but saliva scent porn? Yeah, there was just a girl smelling another girl's mouth. What? <laughs> I. I wonder if she had bad breath or something. I think so. That's probably. She was just looking for gingivitis. <laughs> Are you sure you weren't just like watching a video about dentistry? <laughs> yeah, it well, might have been, off. actually. <laughs> I mean, I was jerking off to like tooth porn, so I mean, it was right there. Yeah, I made my way to Crest.com. <laughs> you know, Crest.com, the best place to go if you have a tooth fetish. I feel like half of the toothpaste fetishes in the world are all people that are secretly trying to get their significant other to brush their goddamn <laughs> teeth. Oh yeah, like you're, you're, you're like, uh, you're I've a got guy a major shit. shower, like, after you shower fetish. Like a like guy that. has a, yeah, a guy, uh, <laughs> a significant other, he's like, you know, like, their breath just really smells. You know, it really turns me on. Is when you suck my dick when I rub toothpaste Chores that have freshly done chores. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is bullshit. She's got a chore fetish. Second fetish she has, which is not as weird as the first one, is that she has a thing for my feet. For fuck's sake. Uh, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's so common. So yeah. Nice! That's what I oh call my God. etymological humor. And let's end right there. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Wait, does ped mean feet? I thought it was pod. Both. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Like Parkinella stuff. Ways, or Podastrian? Is it? Yeah, what is the difference? I know both works. Is it just like interchangeable? You it's say like P. one's from Greek and the other's Latin or something. You say yeah, P. or like they're transliterated different P. ways. Like one, like there's a Greek letter that's you know, depending on the word, could be I don't know. Because yeah, also there's like pedophile, and that's not people who like to fuck feet. Yeah, but that's pedophile. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. I'm not a pedophile. <laughs> she goes to America. They call it pedophile. Ped is Latin. Greek. That was is fucking great. Pod is Greek. Oh. Wow, I was just guessing. Nice. Nah, you're a genius. You're a fucking genius. Well, self-proclaimed. <laughs> Alright, who's ready for a new uh, new game? Ooh. Me. Me. This, and Caleb. Um, okay, so the name of the game is... I can see it. So one person brings up uh, a line from a song or a movie 
or speech or something that really doesn't make any sense. I wish I had prepped more. And or at all. They they pick someone to uh, try and justify why it actually does make sense or come up with an explanation for it, and the remaining people have to weigh in on either I could see it or mm, nah I couldn't see it on whether they buy the other person's explanation. So I'll get this started off. Um, Pearl Jam has this uh, this song about uh, free will and existentialism uh, called I Am Mine. And it, it's pretty deep, pretty deep, uh, but there's this really stupid fucking line in there, I think. And the line is, North is to south as the clock is to time. Okay. Caleb, I pick you to try and explain how that's not just stupid horseshit that's supposed to sound profound, but really doesn't mean a goddamn thing. <laughs> North is to south, as the clock is to time. Okay, so here, here's, here's the basic idea, right? So they're trying to say... So north is to south is like uh, making the analogy that these things are diametrically opposite from each other, right? Right. So the idea is that... A clock, um, you know, is is an objective way of measuring the passes of time. But time, as we perceive it, is not that. You know, you can have a, uh, uh, you know, you're you're like watching a movie that you really like, playing a video game or something, and suddenly six hours have passed by in the blink of an eye. But, on the other hand, if you're stuck doing something you really hate, or if you're just bored and just sitting around and you want time to pass... Like recording a podcast. Yeah, or listening to a podcast. <laughs> and then, you know, time is just stuck at a crawl. And so, if the things that are opposite each other is the objective uh, truth of the pro- procession of the hands on a clock versus our... Um, our varying perception of time depending on circumstances. All right, Sarah, Colin, what do you think? Sarah, what, what, how do you weigh deep. in? That, that was some deep shit. But some did you see it? Deep bullshit. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the first time you said clock, I could see the gears still turning in your head. Trying to think. <laughs> It's not like he's practiced this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that. That's better than I could have done. Yeah, I think. way better. Like we all know that that line but is horse shit. Could but... you see it? No, I don't think I can see. It. <laughs> oh, I, I think it's not Caleb's fault though. That is a really shitty line. <laughs> yeah, sure it yeah, it's like something. it just it. It sounds profound until you take like a half second to think about it. It's like, that's fucking stupid. That doesn't make any goddamn sense. Like, a clock is the opposite of time. No? Okay. <clears throat> uh, Sarah, why don't I make you go next? Man. Drop your phone. Um, I'm looking at lyrics. Okay, so. Phone. I mean, I, I also have something. You all remember the movie Independence Day? We were actually talking about this earlier. Welcome to Earth. Well, they actually just got to Earth, so that's why he said it. <laughs> so, there's, you know, uh, Bill Paxton gives this big impassioned speech <laughs> about how, uh, you know, we need to stay, you know, stand up against these aliens and fight back, or we're going to all get in our jet fighters and, and uh, blow them up, and the crazy guy's going to fly into um, the big, you know, alien butthole. <laughs> and uh, at the very end, it's like he, his line is uh, something like, "This is this is the Fourth of July." And uh, actually, I think that's how he starts the speech. But then the last line is, "It's today is morning. our Independence Day, and to protect us not from tyranny or persecution, but from our, our annihilation." <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. That's a good Bill Paxton impression. <laughs> but I think that's bullshit because there 
were not really, like, subject to the aliens. They were just kind of currently being invaded. So it's not really the same thing as, like, declaring your independence. Call on me. I got this one. I got it. Okay, Colin, you go. All right, so the reason he said that as an Independence Day is because, you know, like, Area 51 and Roswell and all that shit, those were those same aliens. And after that, a lot of them came and just kind of enslaved the government. They took over governments everywhere. Like, how else can you explain an orange president? We have alien overlords right now. Now, Bill Paxton was the only one that was not. Somehow he slipped through the cracks, and he was a human. And it's going to confuse a listener like crazy with the Bill Paxton, Bill Pullman thing. It is Bill Pullman, but it's Bill Paxton because it's funnier. Same difference. And so it was our independence because we had been under their thumb, so to speak, for... 60, 70 years, something like that. Wow. They're just getting really shitty at their disguises. Like, this one now? I mean, really? Come on. Yeah, they kind of stopped trying. I think it was budget yeah. cuts, honestly. Like, Oh, yeah. You know, they're trying to milk as much money as they can out of the colonies. I think they just overcorrected. They're like, oh, man, people are starting to wise up to the little green men. What's the opposite of green? Uh, orange? North. That's the other color on the Irish flag. It was like the Protestant Irish people. All right. We're going to have ourselves a Protestant Irish alien. He's from Belfast. So so can we see it? Is is that can we see that? I can't I see it, Colin. <laughs> I feel like that's a fun explanation, but you didn't really address Caleb's core thing that uh like you don't you don't declare independence from annihilation. It's not like it's not like a cow is my slave after I eat well, it. I don't, that, that wasn't the core idea, was it? Because the independence and annihilation were two different speeches entirely, right? By the no, same I, guy, Bill Paxton. Speech. Oh, is it? Yeah. Uh, but, I, I, I mean, I think if there's subtext, like if you really read in between the lines and, you know, look at some of the deleted scenes in the fan fiction that you've written, um, <laughs> you know, you, you get this backstory and then it makes a lot more sense. Okay. Well, I'm sorry you can't see it. <laughs> Although, I think that's just revenge from when I couldn't see yours. Next time, Caleb, if I show you mine, you show me yours. <laughs> that's okay, fine. Alright, Ethan, you got another one? Uh, yeah. So I guess we've all, we've all been on the spot to explain except for Sarah. So, so there's, there's an Iron Maiden song. It's the last song off of, um, Brave New World. Isn't the name of the song Thin Line? I think, it, I think it's Thin Line Between Love and Hate. And uh, the recurring... It's not actually the chorus, but like the recurring theme, the refrain of the song. There's a thin line between love and hate. Which seems weird to me because I kind of feel like... I've, I've never been like... Oh man, I really love my wife. I'm gonna fucking kill her! Um, give it time. Um, but Sarah, yeah thin line between love and hate how does that make any sense? I mean, love and hate are basically the same thing but just it's a really passionate, strong emotion towards usually a person or a thing but one is like the exact opposite of the other (laughs) you wish they'd never die and the other one is like you wish they would die it's a thin line, man. Okay, so... <laughs> uh, I'm pretty disappointed that Hate Bang wasn't in there anywhere. That was the first place I went. Oh, yeah, like BDSM. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have anything else. I don't see it. <laughs> okay. Um, I mean, they're pretty... There's not too many emotions that... Like, you have this list... You have, like, the basic emotions, and most of them are their own thing, except for love and hate. What are some of these other basic emotions that are their own thing? Like, anger. There's not, like, some emotion that's, like, lack of anger. <laughs> Extreme peace. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess Extreme happiness calm. and sadness. Like, oh my god, 
Watch out for Jim. Boy, I don't know what happened, but he's in a peaceful mood. But, like, <laughs> love pushes people to a lot of the same things that hate pushes people towards. Like, people will protest for love, they'll protest for hate, they'll kill people for love, they'll kill people. Will they? Yeah, like, I love this yeah, person, don't kill them. Totally, I, I see that, that's a good point. I mean, I don't think it actually helps the case, really, <laughs> between there being a thin line or not. Maybe... He was just looking at, like, a chart of emotions. <laughs> and the spacing was off. <laughs> He's like oh, an Excel spreadsheet. He's like, wow, they really, they use the, like, like the quarter-point line for the border between love and hate. I would have used, like, a two-point line. That's a thin He's line. like, those are too close together. That. There is a thin line between love and hate. I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Bruce Dickinson was just, like, looking at his you chart. You literal fuck. He did literally see that. Yeah. All right. I broke well done. through. All right. Sarah Layers on me. got our first winner. All right. Mine is from a Kendrick Lamar song. Who's that? He is a rap artist that I thoroughly enjoy. A rapist, yeah. A rapist. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's from a song right, yes. called Backseat Freestyle. And the line is... I pray my dick get big as the Eiffel Tower so I can fuck the world for 72 hours. That's pretty straightforward to me. <laughs> but let's, like, that would be nothing to the world. That's true, I mean... So what is, like, what... The, the world asking isn't in yet. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> Okay, I'll be thinking about this. Well, it's like I've had meteors deeper than this. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dick was as big as the Eiffel Tower. So you could fuck the world for 72 hours. That's three days, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, a long weekend. I think this goes back. I think this is really a commentary on uh, Franco politics and Franco imperialism (laughs) and the hardship that French colonies suffered under French rule. (laughs) And that the Eiffel Tower is a symbol of the French, um, that the French just really fucked the world. And Kendrick Lamar has been very hurt by the world, and he wants to be a dictator like Napoleon. So, symbolically... He wants his, and he wants to repress the world with his sexuality. Um, I mean, that's why he raps about it so much. He wants, like, he wants to symbolically impregnate the world with his ideas, because, like, his lyrics are these thoughts in his head that flow out of his mouth, and he wants to impregnate everyone's consciousness, everyone's conch, yeah, everyone's consciousness, and their conch. And their conch, and their conch shells. The sacred conch. <laughs> yeah. He wants to impregnate them, with his ideas and his own being. So in that sense, he wants to fuck the world um, and spread his influence and and his ideals in the way that uh, French colonists and French colonialism, like, you know, because French is, like, one of the, what's, like, the fourth most spoken language in the world. So he's trying to just spread this information, you know, as a way to find symbolic immortality and a way to outlive his mortal self. He's going to have his impact last for a long time, like Napoleon would. You know, like um, Napoleon yet, ruled for about 72 hours. <laughs> and yet, <laughs> and yet, he is not completely full of hubris. He is not completely without awareness of his own smallness in the grand scheme of things, for he realizes that France is a nation. Uh, French will be spoken as a language, for centuries, but he knows he's just one man. If he could only fuck the world for a mere 72 hours, that would be enough. Wow, that was... That was a that was long. <laughs> like the Eiffel If the goal is to just, you know, confuse can, somebody... Can question, anybody see it? I don't know if I know about... Enough about French colonialism. 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 Yeah, colonism. Colonism. Nice. People are very enraged about colonisms. Yeah. So many isms in this world today. Yeah, Ferris Bueller hates it. You know, I. 
I think I can see it. Caleb? But I also think Kendrick Lamar doesn't know it's the size point. difference between Eiffel Tower <laughs> and the world. Like, I don't, like, That's what is he, racist, fucking, like, the yeah. Grand Canyon? I don't know if that, that would probably be about right, right? That'd be a it's kind like of, a kind of small. surface. Yeah. And you just, like, run a hole's hole. the track, <laughs> like you do. Like, maybe one of Jupiter's moons could fuck the world. Here's hoping. Put that, <laughs> put that in a song, and somebody else will talk about why that's bullshit. <laughs> I can't see it. I don't know. It is. I can't see it. It's I just too see. too much of a bullshit lyric. <laughs> it's fucking stupid as fuck. Uh, I mean, with all of the um, Europa Universalis I've been playing lately, I've been thinking a lot about colonialism and how awesome it is. So I can have like a little bit of an opposite point of view because I think French colonialism is pretty cool. Oh no, you know. Oh and, no. Uh, frankly, those <laughs> frankly nice. nice needed to be exterminated. So uh, anyway, that's my two cents. <laughs> okay, so the people who can see it, where did the seventy-two hours come into it? Because that's just a lyric to rhyme, right? And it doesn't even fully rhyme. <laughs> It didn't even need to be 72. It's pretty arbitrary. Yeah. It could have yeah, like been any of them. Yeah, so the 72 must mean something. 72. Like, call up Dan Brown. We have the next plot for his next novel. The Kendrick Lamar code. I think it's just a matter of syllables. Like 24 isn't enough. 72 is one. 97. 48 is way too little. You can do like 11 first. 11 11 hours, yeah. It's my 11 birthday. Good, yeah. <laughs> and we're back to Tolkien. Yay! Yeah. Yay! <laughs> right on schedule. Schedule. Well, do you, can I you guys think of any stupid lines? In Lord From of the Lord of the Rings? No, there are none! No, no, no. no, no. Perfect. Perfection <laughs> itself. I mean, if they made oh, I've got prequels, one. There might be some. Oh they shit! Did they didn't. All right, well, let's hear it's, it. It's from The Hobbit. Which okay. Oh, there's yeah. only stupid lines from Just that. Just the part I literally cringed in the movie theater where the girl name that they like shoot in because they're like, "Fuck, Tolkien was a sexist." There's no female characters. Except for Eowyn. Galadriel. And Galadriel. That's two. Arwen. <laughs> Arwen, yeah. Arwen. yeah. But they don't ever. Yeah, speak but she to was each other. lame. Fuck you, Arwen was awesome. Yeah, there aren't very many. It's 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 a legitimate criticism. Yeah, I, I Anyways, didn't know that there are no dwarf women. That lady who at the end of the third Hobbit, I think, was like, "So this, like, why does it hurt so much?" And the guy's like, "Cause you love him, or whatever." Because it was real. It was real. Yeah. That was when, like, I had already been on the fence of, of the Hobbit movies, but that's when it was like, fuck you, guys! My wife hates hate that exact same line. That's, like, the low point in the entire trilogy, which is a pretty big low point. I mean, the, the, the whole love story thing, it wouldn't have made the movies good, but it would have made them a lot better. Just leaving that out. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. Yeah. And you're just thinking about mechanics, you know? I'm, I'm getting really depressed talking about this. Can we talk about, like, the Holocaust again? <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, sure. You got any uh, okay. fresh takes? All right, let's <laughs> see if I've got any good quotes from the Holocaust. <laughs> yeah. <that> you... <laughs> and Through Frank these gates walk the greatest fans in <laughs> <laughs> all of the Third Reich. Did you guys ever read <laughs> The a, Diary of Anne? That was a cross. That was, yeah. Wasn't it, uh, was, what, is it, like, hard work sets one free? Wasn't that, like, the gates of Auschwitz said that? It's Arbeit macht frei. Work makes freedom. Or work brings freedom. And yes, it was Auschwitz. Good. Also, somebody stole that sign and cut it into pieces. And they retrieved some of it. Then it just said, work. (laughs) <laughs> and you're, I, I read that in the news story was, and I was, was like Soviet fucking Russia. seriously I was like number one who steals that sign number two who cuts it into pieces I don't know you maybe they never realized the importance of like when was it when was it stolen was it like recent within the last five years oh okay I thought it was like right 
like at the end of the war. You know, the sign at Auschwitz is basically exactly the chicken, the rooster statue at Lee's Chicken and Lincoln. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep stealing it and they keep bringing it back. Yep, yep. I really understand their slogan now. Lee's chicken is basically Auschwitz. Like, I don't, I don't know what this is. What's happening? There's a, there's a, there's a place that makes fried chicken in Lincoln. Um, it's been around for it's been around for like a long 50 time. Years. And they have a giant rooster statue, and like every four years, someone steals it. But they keep getting it back on like these back alley like exchanges. Like they'll yeah. meet out on a gravel road and like no cops for this fucking rooster statue. I did not know that. I feel like everyone wants to steal it as a prank. They get like, what the fuck am I going to do with this? Yeah. Isn't there a... uh, It's too big. Isn't there like a giant straw, um, like, I don't know, statue, we'll call it statue, made of straw in some country where they have a festival for it, but every single year before the festival, somebody burns it down? Are you thinking of Burning Man? (laughs) No, 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 no. Um, Think about, uh, talk about something else, I'll look it up. But I mean, when I find it, stop talking. In like, <laughs> is it is it South Dakota or North Dakota where they have the Corn Palace? South Dakota. South Dakota, yeah. I feel like that thing is just a tinder box They're waiting to go up. Why. She doesn't even let me see her box. It's just like a. <laughs> it's just like a. <laughs> tender her box. <laughs> tender box. Um, you won't even let me tender. <sighs> I mean, that's a. Weird thing to do every year, right? It's like you just get this big ass building and you just cover it with, you know, local produce. It's not every year; it's all year. Yeah, I mean, they—I think they replace the stuff every year, though, right? Or do they replace it multiple times a year with like produce of the season? <sighs> I've never even been to the Corn Palace. I was there once on a family vacation, so those are the only people who go there. <laughs> it's weird that I know that that's in South Dakota. When I was in, no, I was in Minnesota uh, on vacation with my wife's family. We got to see a Native American sundance where they, like, put the, they, like, take someone and they, like, cut, like, a hole in their flesh and put, like, the hook through and then they spin it by them until it rips out. God damn. Nice. Did the sun come back? I read a book. Yeah, it works. Thanks, Lakota Sioux. (laughs) Wow. They've been doing a valuable service for the world. Yeah, and aren't they I really like? Appreciate it. They're not like praying, but kind of praying for something. Oh, it's 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 very. It, I mean, it's 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 very simple. It's like Mecca for a lot of, or like the Hajj for a lot of Native American tribes. The idea it's symbol. It's a symbolic connection of like. Um, it's supposed to be like that. The, the rope that like ties into the tree is supposed to be symbolic of the umbilical cord, and it's supposed to be like a rebirth thing. They're like they're re- They're being born from whatever held them. They're like breaking free from whatever held them back in the past the same like it's a rebirth yeah um i wonder what it's like when after they do that they go back to their lives and actually nothing's changed (laughs) (laughs) that's very insensitive i shouldn't say that but you know it's fucking life well i mean they 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 they, they have a pretty well built-in system so they usually do this after they've overcome the thing and it's more to market oh that's (laughs) smart yeah yeah all right guys i got it stop talking Actually, Sage. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. I wasn't paying close Is this enough coming attention. back to the Auschwitz sign? The goat. It's a straw, a giant straw goat in Sweden called like the Gavel Goat. And it's been a tradition to, to build it. It's like 40 feet tall or some outrageous dimension. And, um, it's supposed to... It? Yeah. That's why it burns. It's like but, a wicker man Nicholas Cage. It's, it's been going for like 50 years-ish and... Like, about half the time, somebody burns it down. <laughs> somebody hit it with a car one time and knocked it over. Just, like, the idea for people is to just destroy it before Christmas. Fuck! <laughs> and they... I actually saw it on... It was Tom Scott had a video about it. And he was there in front of the statue. And like, the thing about this is it almost always burns down. Somebody always... Even one time, somebody from far away shot a flaming arrow at it and burned it down. <laughs> And then, at the end of his video, he had a little, just like, a, a camera phone while he's in the airport. He's like, I'm in the airport, just got back from Sweden, just wanted to let you know, somebody burned it down while I was on the plane. <laughs> so he had an alibi. That's hilarious. Wow, smart. <laughs> yeah, it seems like a dick move, but 
you know, when it's a dick move for 50 years, it really becomes funny. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> yeah. At that point, you know, if, if it lasts till Christmas, something terrible has gone. Yeah. Yeah, something has gone wrong. This last year, apparently, it survived, so. Ah. Oh. Bummer. Wow. So, Tragic. listener, anybody listening out there, let's make sure this doesn't happen again <laughs> this year. Yeah, they need to get that sign from Auschwitz and put it in front of them. <laughs> get to work burning this down. They didn't burn it, they stole it. Also, I looked it up, it was neo-Nazis who stole it. Of course it was. They burned the Jews, that's a sign. <laughs> ah! I'm saying, I'm saying you put the sign as motivation to people to burn the goat down. Yeah, I, I get it, I get it. I can see that, Caleb. I can see that. Work brings freedom? Yeah. So work hard to burn down the goats, and then you're free to do something better instead of, like, goat stuff for the rest of the time. Hey, who'd have thought you would learn something on this podcast today? Not me. I always learn learned something. something on this podcast. Yeah, you've learned you've learned about the myth of the ship of Theseus for like the fifth time on this podcast. Yeah, if you weren't paying attention the first few times. Or is that just like an English pronunciation? Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if that's. Wait, I don't know. first Theseus, quarry, now Theseus. Present. Well, listener, um, I've got to go do fun stuff that doesn't involve Colin, so we call this a pod. Let's call it a pod. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's I think it's it. bullshit when we set up these pods, by the way. You're like, all right, we got to do this early so all of us here in one city can go do something great and fun. Colin, you're going to drink by yourself, which is, it's going to be fun. So you guys all ready to go to uh, free blowjobs from supermodels and petting puppies while drinking scotch? Boy, am I. <laughs> You know, I was planning on just staying home and getting tra- trashed on Listerine, but since you put it that way, I was planning on paid blowjobs. But... I'm gonna have to sit here and pay for blowjobs from <laughs> supermodel puppies. <laughs> <laughs> this is bullshit. All right. All right. Anyway, listener, until next time. Goodbye. Bye, listener. Godspeed. Listener. Bye. Um. <laughs> Whoopsie. Okay, so, listener, you didn't see it, but C- Caleb slipped and fell right off the window. <laughs> Caleb tried to jump like a little elf over the cords and ended up just kind of like tiptoeing and sliding onto the floor. <laughs> I couldn't see it either. There's a I candlestick, would... and you went to jump right. over it. Is.